Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 10th of October and for the day, unfortunately, the index tried actually towards the end of the day to rally slightly, but we did close down 95 points in the end or 1.4% to 6,667.8. We opened at 6,750.3, which was the high of the session and a low of 66.46.8. So we were off the lows of around 105 points, but uh, it looked as if we were going to be down around 70 odd, five odd points at the end, but we did slip back into the close with BHP uh, closing pretty much unchanged was probably the swing factor there. Uh, But once again, we saw selling hit the market pretty much across the board with the exception of the iron ore stocks today. And we did see China come back online uh, with the Chinese market down 0.9 of a percent and other Asian markets weaker as well. And also the Aussie dollar hit hard today down at 63.24. So a big fall in the Aussie dollar, probably helping those iron ore producers. Didn't help the gold miners, though. And we'll get to that in a minute. But the banks were a source of weakness again today, down another 2% for the big bank basket, down to $170.08, with CBA falling 1.5, Westpac falling 1.4, ANZ falling 1.6, and NAB uh, down 1.66% as well. Macquarie uh, down 1.2%. Even the ASX had a nasty old day today, down 4.8% with GQG Partners down 7.1% today. Fund managers remain under pressure and very much unloved. Magellan down another 4.1%, $10.23. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. The negativity spread across the industrials and healthcare with CSL down nearly 2%, Sonic down 2.6%, Cochlear down nearly 3%, ResMed down 1.7%, as well, Ramsey falling 1.2%. In the industrials, we saw falls in the REITs. Goodman Group down 1.9%, although off its lows. Brambles down 1.2%. Transurban down 0.8%. REA Group suffered today down 5.5%. Telstra down 0.5% as well. And car sales down 2.3%, with the tech stocks under some pressure too. WiseTech Global down 2.3 and Zero down 3.9 with the All Tech Index coming in down 2.97% today. So nowhere to run, nowhere to hide in the industrials and the REITs and healthcare and banks today. In the resource sector though, a little bit of uh, green on the screen. We had Rio up 0.9%, Fortescue up 1.9%, BHP up a whole cent or 0.02%, but at least it was better than being down, I guess. Uh, Elsewhere, though, we did see lithium stocks under a bit of pressure. Pilbara down 3.9%, and we saw Alchem also down uh, 4% today, with Core Lithium down 0.9%. South 32 dropping 1.6%, and we had... uh, Linus falling 2.2%, mineral resources down 1.8%. Gold miners on the nose, despite the fact that Aussie gold price continues to push higher on the back of the tumbling Aussie dollar. 26.63, there must be some cheering 
going on in Aussie miners at the moment, although the share prices don't reflect that. Newcrest down 4.0%. We had Northern Star down 4.4% and Evolution down 6.9%. So no good news really for the gold stocks. No good news either for energy stocks today. We saw some selling in Woodside down 0.7%, Santos down 1%, and coal stocks taking it nastily today as well, with Whitehaven down 4.7% there, and New Hope down 2.2%. So some profit taking across the board in those coal stocks. As far as Asian markets, well, let's talk about corporate news. We did see at JLG, John's Ling Group, uh, having a nasty old day today. They fell 14.8%. It was announced that the CEO, <coughs> Scott Didier, or Didier, has sold 4 million shares in the company. Now, Mr. Didier is now residing between Melbourne and Denver, and selling the shares has enabled him to fund his relocation and living expenses, including the acquisition of a family home in Denver, Colorado, and certain tax liabilities. Now, the 7.5% which equates to 4 million shares, it still leaves him with 49.3 million shares, which is around 19% of the company. So it is a small sell-down, but it's not a massive sell-down. They also confirmed today the sales revenue of just over a billion at 1.0309 billion, and uh, EBITDA of 1053 so they confirmed his current earnings guidance, but still got absolutely smashed today uh, with the stock falling 14.8%. Pushpay, which is in the business of digital church collections, uh, was up 4.9% today, responding to media speculation about an increased takeover offer. And Tyrol was down uh, was down early after the uh, update and then... Closed the day up 1.7% at $1.51. TYR, the stock code there. Of course, they are under takeover at the moment, although the price currently is far higher than the takeover bid. Asian stocks off their worst. China down 0.9. Hong Kong, though, down 2.5. Japan falling 0.7. 10-year yields 3.9%. In the winner's enclosure today, some of the winners are grinners. We had Mesoblast, which is finding a few friends, maybe on the back of that lower Aussie dollar, uh, but that was doing better today. MSB, the stock code there, 8.2% better. We also saw Taito Minerals, TIE, the stock code there, up 5.2%. PPH, Pushpay, up 4.9%. AQZ, Alliance Aviation, one of my favourites, not many shares traded though, up 2.5%. SGM, up 2.2%. That's Sims Limited. Regal Partners up 2%. Again, hardly any shares traded. Fortescue, 1.9% better. $103 million worth of shares traded in Fortescue. 5.9 million today. But in the naughty corner today, in the down column, sitting on the naughty step was John's Lang or John's Ling Group, JLG, on the news of that CEO sell-down. Uh, that was down 14.8%. AEF, Australian Ethical, down 11.2%. CMM, Capricorn Metals, down 11.1%. Temple and Webster, uh, down 9.4%. TPW, Bowen Coal, suffering today, down 8%. BCB, and Imugene, IMU, down 7.7%. And Sinlay, 
rounding out the nasty ones down 7.4% there. Chalice also coming under some pressure uh, down 7.3% today. Positive sectors today, well, really only the iron ore sector with Rio and, and uh, Fortescue doing well, BHP flatlining. Negative sectors were pretty much all of it. Banks, healthcare, REITs, tech, uh, certainly under some pressure today with the big bank basket down to 170.08. That was down 2%. Uh, the all tech index hit hard down 3%. Gold higher because of the Aussie dollar falling 2663, 2663. Bitcoin a little lower, 19,451 US dollars a fund token. The Aussie dollar, 63.24. Ten-year yields back to 3.9%. China down 0.9%. Hong Kong down 2.5%. Japan uh, down 07 Currently Dow futures down 130 points. And we also have NASDAQ futures down around 60-odd points when it just comes up on the screen. Just waiting for it now to come up. Uh, 53.75 points. European markets set to open easier. Major movers today will push pay, responding to that media speculation. PPH up 4.9%. Tabcorp had a, a better day today. They look as if they have dabbled in dabble. They made a strategic investment in a thing called dabble. They were up one5 5.7%. TNG also doing well today. TNG Limited, the stock code TNG, 15.48% better, 1 cent and 3. Uh, they were better today. They have appointed Rowan Johnston to the board. So uh, that is uh, a good move for them, it seems. Gal, Galileo did well today. They were up 13.3%. They announced a new nickel sulfide discovery. And AXE, Archer Materials, up 6.5% today, up to 82 cents on the back of some quantum information was detected in uh, using a CMOS chip, a CMOS chip. So uh, some good news there for my friend Mohammed Shakir and his team. DCN, Dacian were looking quite strong today on the back of their drilling results. Uh, they did get up to 11 cents uh, 11.5 cents actually, closing at 10 cents, but they did have some strong exploration results. The uh, acquirer of Dacian Genesis Materials or Genesis Minerals was down 11% today, 12.5 cents, back down to a dollar. So they copped it uh, today. NTU also doing well today. Northern Minerals, they were up 2.4%. We'll take that on a day like today. They updated their Wolverine Mineral Resource Estimate at Brown's Range. AMI, not good news for this one today. They tumbled 32.5% today. They did have a uh, response to market speculation that they would be raising money. And um, they have said they're considering a range of funding options to obtain the necessary funding for the Federation Base Metals Project. And will continue to keep the market informed while the market Obviously didn't like that. They also announced their feasibility study and company update. And certainly, I suspect the window has closed now for a capital raise at a decent price. They got smacked $0.07 cents to $0.14.5. Cents. Dubber, not a good result for Dubber. Their CFO has gone. He has resigned. And they have taken a $10 million hit to the accounts as well. Uh, certainly, they've restated the accounts, so not particularly 
good news for Dubber there. The stock fell 25.2% to 41.5 cents. DUB, the stock cove there. Rubber dub dub. Two men in a tub. And Dubber was a high. Let's put it into some perspective. Back in November, or a year ago, they were $3.90. Now they're 41.5 cents. Comes back a long way. GQ, GQG also not doing well today, down 7.1%. And Kodan not doing well either, down 40 cents. CDA, 6.9%. Calyx continues to slip on no news. We haven't had much news out of Calyx for a long time. This is a company that does respond somewhat positively in general to news. But we haven't seen much since the preliminary financial, or the final report back at the end of August, uh, down 6.4% today. Speculative stock of the day today was ACW, Actinogen Medical. They released some uh, positive Alzheimer's disease clinical results, and they're also doing a clinical biomarker study, and they've released a webcast presentation. So good news there for them. They were up 25% today, 24 million shares traded as well. In the news today, according to the AFR, Woodside has indicated that it may consider using their preemption rights against the move by Tokyo Gas, who were intending to transfer its stake to the LNG Pluto project for $3.4 billion. Dexas have purchased a Hellscope property. Dubber, we've talked about. Uh, not good news there. CFO James Slaney stepping down effectively immediately. Link Group is in talks with Never Say Die and Durham to see if they can convert their conditional non-binding back-of-the-envelope proposal to a transaction for the sale of their BCM and corporate markets business. Tabcorp is investing $33 million in Dabble, giving them a 20% equity stake, intending to broaden their reach within the socialised digital betting site. And uh, UBS has upgraded uh, Bendigo and Adelaide, Macquarie and Westpac to a buy. And Core Lithium, the Finnis mine in Northern Territory, is officially open today with a ribbon-cutting ceremony. And Tyro has announced a cost reduction program which has led the company to improve its earnings guidance for 2023. EBIT now, DAR now, before share-based payments. Expenses are expected to be in the range of 28 to 34, from 23 to 29%. In economic news today, the Australian Industry Group Australian Performance of Services Index, very keenly watched, fell by 5.3 points to 48 points in September, indicating a contraction following two months of expansion. And uh, reports in the AFR today that retail electricity prices could soar by at least 35% in 2023 due to the soaring costs of wholesale energy and the A dollar near its two-and-a-half-year low with China back on stream. In uh, data out on Saturday from China, the Kaixing Services PMI fell to 49.3 last month, and we saw bleak tourism and entertainment spending data for the week-long Golden Week holiday as uh, COVID continues to uh, disrupt spending patterns in China. Also, next week, of course, we have the um, the party conference where uh, Xi Jinping uh, will be, uh, I suspect, named yet again. <coughs> Heading over to US and European headlines this morning. US and Germany lead calls for climate action at World Bank meetings. And Putin has blamed the explosion on his precious bridge to uh, blamed it on terrorism. And the Saudi Arabian Wealth Fund has committed 2.3 billion US dollars to football sponsorship. 
And the Chinese government doesn't want Elon Musk to sell his Starlink satellite internet service in China. He has sold it in Russia, and it does look as if it's one way the Russians have found their way around bans on the internet. Of course, Elon Musk came out with a, uh, his, um, his view on Chinese reunification with Taiwan recently, uh, which pleased the Chinese. So he, on the one hand, he's doing well. On the other hand, he's not doing so well with the Chinese. And the Lion's chief economist uh, advisor, Mohammed El Aryan, said he predicts headline inflation will probably come down to about 8%, but the core inflation is still going up. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening.